Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestling Art with Chris Things. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. We made it to episode two. Yay! Of uh, Wrestling Art with Chris Things. I am Chris Things, your host this week and every week. Uh, this is our Match of the Week edition. Uh, very excited about that. We're, we're talking uh, the match that I selected to, to be the Chris Things Match of the Week. Uh you know, just the one that I picked and, and I did a, an art of. And so we're going to talk about that match. We're going to talk about the art. Uh, so it's about time that I uh, I welcome to the show. Now, previous listeners of years gone by to uh, the Grown Men Watch This Shit podcast may remember uh, this man. But welcome back to the show, Cousin Ben. Thank you very much, Christopher. Thank you very much. It's good to be back. Ah, oh, good, good, yeah, on the all-new uh, Wrestling Art podcast, so, I mean, it's probably not going to be that much different, really. No, I'm, I'm sure it'll be uh, as entertaining as our previous podcasts. Oh, for sure, perhaps even a little bit more professional. Oh, no, what am I saying? <laughs> no. Yeah, some, some things will never happen. No, no, no. Uh, so, uh, for our listeners, um, Ben, uh, the, the main reason that I, I thought uh, would be worthwhile having Ben back for, for this week to talk about this match. Uh, so, uh, this match is uh, from All Japan Pro Wrestling. And very sadly, Ben, I think you are the only person that I know that actually keeps up with current old Japan pro wrestling. <laughs> that's like that's really sad because their current product is fantastic. No, the the current pro- product is actually fan- definitely fantastic. It is uh, definitely right down my alley. I probably don't get to see as much of it as I would like, but uh, what I do see is fucking amazing. So that's something I wanted to quickly touch on. So uh, for our listeners, Ben uh, is, I mean, not a new dad. You've been a dad for a few years now, but uh, you're a dad who manages that balance of being a father and also watching, I would say, a very good amount of Japanese wrestling. How do you do it? I've had to make compromises on what I believe the match is going to be. So if it's not going to be a high-end four- to five-star match, I will make do with watching it on my phone during my on my way to work or during my lunch breaks at work. Mm-hmm. But if it, I, if I have a feeling it's like uh, it's going to be a banger, like a a Keno Nakajima match or a what was the recent one with Nakajima in uh, in all Japan against oh, against Oyaji for the for the big triple crown. Yeah, so a match like that. I'd watch at home, try and link it up to the TV, but I'd normally have to either watch it before 6 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. or watch it after 8 o'clock at night when Aurora goes to sleep. Right. Now, is there a danger that when you watch it after 8 o'clock, you're potentially going to fall asleep as well? That is 100% a possibility. <laughs> and it's especially, it's a little bit harder with uh, the Japanese wrestling because 
the one thing at least the with the with the commentary it's easier to sort of stay alert of sorts unless the match is an absolute banger that just goes million miles an hour there is a real possibility that I will fall asleep like even uh, recently I was I was watching the main event of uh, AEW the the from Collision the Sting six man with Adam Copeland Darby Allen mm-hmm. I went in there to sleep about three times in 20 minute match <laughs> oh no and and that was during the middle of the day Right. It is a real struggle. I mean, to me, especially for a match that you know is going to be good, you know, one that's a real, like, you know, let's say a proper, like, 30, 40-minute main event like we get oftentimes with a big Japanese show. The worst thing is when you really get into it and then halfway through you fall asleep. And it's like a disservice to the match because it can be a great match. Sometimes you're just tired. Oh, the the hassles of, of being a Japanese wrestling fan, man. Oh, 100%. And the other one is... You have to actually give yourself that window. It's like, if cause you only get interrupted when you're watching that 40 minute match, because mm-hmm. it just doesn't have that same feel. If you have to pause it, you have to stop it, or you actually have to rewatch it. I feel it just loses something on that second time you watch it. That's what I do for my rule. Um, like yeah. if I somehow get interrupted, or you know, God forbid, fall asleep, I'll, um, yeah. I'll, I'll have to go back from the start every time. There's no yeah. way that you can, you know, just jump back yeah. in and assume it's going to have the same flow. No, it, it just doesn't work. I've tried it m- many times, but if it's just a friggin' run-of-the-mill match, nine times out of ten, I ain't going back anymore because I just don't have the luxury. It's just, it wasn't entertaining enough to keep me awake. I've got to move on. That is that is fair enough. I mean, you do keep up with a fair bit of stuff. I mean, from from uh, my knowledge of it, you're generally keeping up with the current product of AEW, New Japan, Noah, and a bit of Old Japan as well, as much as you can watch. Is that accurate? Yeah. Is there any more? No, uh, just besides for the odd CMLL match you uh, tell me about to watch, to check mm-hmm. it out. That's probably it at the moment. Well, I'd commend you because that oh. is a tremendous amount of, uh, of stuff to watch, especially with a, uh, a young child yeah. and wife who does not care for the wrestling. Yeah, not in the slightest. <laughs> she oh. has no inkling to want to watch it ever. That's okay. That's okay. We oh. don't have to, you know, share all of these, oh. uh, you know, passions yeah. with our partner. It's good to have our own things yeah. to do. 100% and I respect her for it for at least she holds firm it's like nope okay as long as you don't you bag me out to anyone I'm willing to let this go that's fair enough that's fair enough yeah. alright so uh, jumping into our, our match so the, the match of the week in question uh, is a, a match that I enjoyed greatly, as you'd assume, since I picked it. Um, but a, a match from uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling's show from the 17th of June of this year uh, from their Dynamite Series 2023 Day 3 New Age Maniacs show from Ota Ward Gymnasium. Uh, 
featuring the uh, big old chunky boys that are Strong BJ, uh, Daisuke Sakamoto and Yuji Okabayashi against the violence giants of uh, Shuji Ishikawa and Suama. And these guys have had a series of tremendous matches over the years. Um, and my gosh, this was just a celebration of big beefy men slapping <laughs> beef. I loved it. As soon as I saw it, it's like, yep, yeah, this is right down your alley. Yeah. Four, four big boys going at it and not just go, not just gently going at it, just really the, the open palm shots, the big clotheslines, the big suplexes. It was just oh, man. fun to watch. It was it everything that you could ask for mm. and more. Like sometimes when I watch wrestling, mm. I just want to watch – some big motherfuckers beat the shit out of each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see spots. I don't want to see overly choreographed gymnast routines. I just want to see some big boys fuck each other up. And that's what this was. Oh, I definitely did. It started off from the, the big battle between Suji and Okabayashi between the, the forearms of Suji the, to the chops of Okabayashi. It was like... Yeah, this is right, Damo. I ain't gonna see this on the American uh, TV wrestling, uh, TV shows. It's just, <laughs> you just appreciate it. It's probably the perfect nice contrast thing. to yeah. like your your mainstream American oh. TV product. Really, uh, like you watch that, then you watch this, and it's just like, whoa, this oh. is different in just the best way. Uh, before we get any oh. much further, I, I should. Oh note uh that uh so this match did hold some some special significance that i think is important to know as you go into the match uh that being that this is a big uh, anniversary match for shuji ishikawa uh so i I think maybe his 20th year anniversary i don't know i didn't Uh, look it up but it was 20th letter at least it said on the the match title Ah, good, good. Good, I'll give myself a little pat yeah. on the back for, for that one. Yeah, uh, nice but work. so both the Shuji's uh, anniversary match and then also special prominence because uh, Yuji Okabayashi, uh, the, the big old bold golem of uh, <laughs> Big Japan um, wrestling, he actually is, is taking a bit of a hiatus from wrestling. Um, so, you know, I don't know if it's, it's going to be a retirement, fingers crossed not, but he's just hanging it up for a bit and, and seeing if he comes back later, I guess. So this is one of his last matches, uh, that he, that he had, um, on, on this, this sort of goodbye run. His, his last one for all Japan, as it would be. How, how old actually is he? Is he mid to late forties? I have the power to find out. I, if I'm just guessing before I Google it, I'm going to say he's like 39. Oh, 41. 41. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. He'd actually be the youngest in the ring then, wouldn't he? Because... Yeah, perhaps. I mean... Because Sekimoto has to be older than 41. Oh, wow. I, mean, I was just surprised. Suwama is 46 years old. I would not have uh, would not have called that. I, I did know that one from recently seeing it. I think maybe on a Noah show where they had his age. Mm-hmm. You know, Noah have that thing where they have that age weight and that weird bar thing that's like 
special and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah, I, yeah, I swear yeah. When he's with his Keno thing, I swear there was a match that showed me his age recently. It's a handy, handy graphic to mm. have. Uh, Shuji Ishikawa is actually 48. So looking, looking damn good for his age, I would say. And Daisuke is uh, also 40, 42. So, yeah. Close. But, yeah, the youngest. But, yeah, buddy, I loved everything about this match. But, I mean, in, in saying that, so there was, like, a special magic in the air, I would say, a special love for, for Yuji Okabayashi. Um, I mean, also a thing that's notable, this is an All Japan show, Daisuke Sakamoto Ooh. and Yuji Okabayashi are big Japan boys. Um, so, in a way, they're, like, the outsiders, but they've also had, like, a shit ton of history with All Japan over the years uh, with their uh, run with the... Uh, all Asia tag titles back in the day, their rad series of matches that they had against um, Smop, uh, that being the the big old sumo tag team of uh, Akebono um, and uh, Ryodahama. Uh, amazing matches there, everyone. I'd, I'd totally recommend go out of your way and check out one of those. No, I didn't realise that. I knew they went back. I didn't uh, realise they went that far back. Yeah. But it made sense. They... They always deliver whenever they're in the ring, those two together. They just look amazing. For sure. But, yeah, it's, like, quite interesting, them being the outsiders, but there's just been so much love in the building for Yuji Okabayashi. Well, you could definitely tell. No, the crowd were loving this match. Oh, man. It, it, it built so well. Like, yeah. just those big it old was. clubbing blows, um, like you'd say, the chops, the, the bloody lariats. Um, I'm such a fan of Suwama's big boy lariat and those double chops. Oh, that, that was a beast, that friggin' uh, the lariat he did in a... I think it was it. What was it? He, uh, it was a, a pivotal part in the match where I feel it sort of was well-paced and then he had a, the big lariat and then it sort of just escalated it. Yeah, and it just went that next level, and then it just went that the the finishing stretch or that that last half it just went to another level, and was was really impressive. Like, like all the the parts I sort of enjoyed, like the simple things, like in the the first half, it's like where Sakamoto and Okabayashi were just doing the tag, and it's at a Samoan drop, they just pick them up, bang them back down, and tagged out, and just did that three or four times. I thought it was quite funny to watch. Oh yeah, my my favourite part I think of this match, and this has sort of gone back to their um you know previous one of the the tag mm. team signature spots of uh, of Strong BJ of where they got uh, both these massive fuckers oh. up <laughs> in the double torture rack, so great. I was very impressed with myself. I was like, fuck me, that is a true show of strength. Because oh. those are two big boys you're putting up on your shoulders and freaking just yanking them. I mean, they didn't have them up there for, for that long, but still, impressive. Oh, 100%. You'd think they'd be at least, I'd say at least 100, 110 kgs they're, they're carrying on your shoulders. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, Suama's a little bit small, but he's, he's also quite tall, deceivingly tall. I've... Both Suama and uh, Ishikawa, I mean, they are the violence mm. giants. Mm. Let's let's not forget that. But these, these guys... 
What they're not in any way like slim dudes. They're big chunky dudes, but they're just really tall motherfuckers. So the visual of when um, you know Okabayashi and Sakamoto had them up on their shoulders. I mean, both Sakamoto and Okabayashi are like massive, like powerlifter frame dudes. But they're like they're not the tallest dudes in the world. I think like probably both under six feet. Um, So having these like massive dudes on their shoulders that just Mm. such a like. Just the size difference was amazing to see. <laughs> it was it was impressive. It's like you just you just don't see big boys being lifted and treated like that in many matches these days. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, part of it is also like when you we start to see like older kind of wrestlers, like you see mm. the the power spots are sort of like some of the the harder things that they uh, don't do as much and. I was very interested in this because obviously these guys are getting a bit older, as we have said. So um, I even saw after I watched the match and, and bloody loved it, I saw was reading some of the reviews on Cage Match um, to get a bit of an idea of other people's sort of perception of it. And I was super interested. One person sort of was like saying how they were a bit bummed out because it was like they could they weren't moving as fast as they were in the past. They weren't like having the same like dyna- dynamism, um, you know, the, the same sort of like, I guess, the what you got from them in their, their younger days. But I completely disagree i thought this was like fucking rad and they killed it but maybe there were some bits where it looked like a bit more of a struggle like they still did the things but it looked a bit more of a struggle if anything i thought it added to it like suji did the flying knee off the ropes yeah the guys and it looked fucking amazing the guys like what 48 like we just said it's like that was just perfection it's like I actually enjoy it when things aren't always perfect. When it, you know what they're yeah, doing, yeah, I think it adds that, that bit that bit more out of them. Not some flippy sure. guy can do fucking three cartwheels and then a fucking four fifty flip, and oh, that is insane. You appreciate, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest one of the biggest things is missing from from wrestling these days is you don't see the struggle as much. Um, and almost like sometimes when people are looking at a match and, and they see guys struggling a bit um, or like it's not coming together as easy, uh, they they talk it down. They'll be like, oh, they, they clearly were getting tired or whatever and they'll like, you know, make out that the match sucked as a result. Whereas I think like seeing that struggle like makes it. Like a match that I remember is a good example of this that I loved that, I think pretty much everyone in the modern wrestling world just like fucking buried was that um, Undertaker Goldberg match. Um, now, obviously, in this match, not everything went right, and we had some like fuck ups and and you know dudes almost die. But yeah. I thought the match was better because of it. You know what I'm saying? I'll take your word for it. I I do agree when it's when something isn't easy. It builds the story and the importance of when it actually finally comes. It, it just means that much more. I mean, I will take a, a jackhammer Northern Lights driver and fucking Undertaker looking like he dropped a motherfucker like right on his head. Um, yeah, way way more than a, a clean, you know, like pristine, everything went perfect kind of match. 
I'm, I'm with you. Really, well, it's, it's a bit of a bit of a sidetrack. <laughs> I'd have, and it's actually one match I can't say of us I've ever seen since my uh, WWE mean, knowledge is limited to really the WrestleMania we went to in uh, what, New Orleans. I mean, that's probably for the best, but. Uh. I'm not saying go out of your way to see this match. I'm probably looking at a little bit with uh, rose-coloured glasses, but I just remember, like, sort of the, the you know, early 2000s tape trader in me that would, like, be, go out of my way to just see fucked-up shit in wrestling. Like, I loved it from that perspective. I don't know if anyone else will have that, that uh, perspective. But anyway, uh, as, back to our, uh, our main match. <laughs> as, as long as you enjoyed it, that's the main thing, Chris. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, like struggle, I think, if anything, makes makes matches better. So that's that's the, the gist of the point there. Um, but, I mean, getting back to this one, so the mm. I just mentioned the the double torture rack was obviously mm. like my favorite bit. It was enough for me to choose that to, to be the actual, um, you know, illustrated part of the, the match mm. of the, the week it was a bit of a, a tough choice, but that was the one I thought was the coolest visual. Mm. Um, what did you think? Were there any other moments in the match that you thought were like, mm. Oh, that would have been a sick visual or any other ones you thought would have worked uh, better perhaps? I don't know about better, but I'm, I'm more sucker for an open palm shot. And the exchange between uh, Suji and Okabayashi. Oh, man. You know, I actually then... had some screenshots that I took of that. There's an amazing one where um, Okabayashi gives Shuji this big one and he's just like, you know, his face is just like yeah. you can see the the um, <laughs> the birds <laughs> flying over his head. Yeah. <laughs> just the slobber <laughs> was like flying out of his mouth. <laughs> so good. That was, that was the other one I was like close on. Yeah, so I think that would have been the, yeah, the torture axe or the, yeah, the open palms. I'm sucker for a, a good strike. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the other things I enjoyed were, like, the – because the Suama just has the perfect belly-to-belly and that uh, mm-hmm. Saito suplex he did where he pretty much put the guy on the top of his shoulders. It's like the arch and the, the speed and the power he gets at his age is just – they're just – Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. And what what else did uh well then the well I also like the finish with the Okabayashi getting the win with the after coming getting the two can off a huge clothesline. Mm-hmm. And then that huge splash after he'd already tried it previously oh. in the match and landed on Suji's fucking knees. It's like that's not something I'd want to be taking. <laughs> <laughs> that being Suji on the ground, it's like putting your knees up and having 120 kg jumping off the top rope on me. It's like, I don't know how that would feel on my legs. <laughs> I feel like I'd be breaking my bones. I mean, that's the good thing about us watching the wrestling. Oh. And, like, yeah, there's a lot of, like, safety police out there mm. that are, like, watching out for shit. They're like, oh, that was dangerous. That was dangerous. This guy's, you know, dangerous work or blah, blah, blah. Fuck off. As, like, a wrestling fan, I just want to watch, like I said, I want to watch dudes fuck each Ooh. other up. And, like, the more it looks like they're actually fucking one another up, the better the match is to me. So I thought oh. that was fantastic. Oh, 100%. Like, I don't see... And, I mean, just the visual of mm. such a big dude, like, coming off the top. That's just timeless, you know? Oh, I'm saying it's like... 
he definitely went all out in his uh, his swan song in all Japan. Yeah, and I want to make mention. You you mentioned that Okabayashi got the the big win in this. Mm. I was yeah. so stoked and happy that that is the way that it went because I wasn't predicting that. Because like mm. you know, normal booking wise, we've got two outsiders from a whole ass another different promotion um, against the hometown boys of the Violence Giants. Mm. Um, one of which. It's his anniversary match, you know, and then and on top of that, one of the outsiders, Okabayashi, is is potentially finishing up. He's not going to be around mm. anymore, you know. He's mm. not going to, may not be back. Who knows? Yeah. So the idea that they not anytime soon. They yeah, you know, who knows if he's going to mm. be give return in the favor or whatever. Mm. But that wasn't what mattered. Like, what was the coolest mm. thing was like they gave Okabayashi. That special moment, mm. and I think that was definitely the right call. Mm. The crowd fucking loved it. Mm. Um, it. It wasn't what I was expecting, but I was just surprised and delighted by it. Is Swam still is the booker, isn't he? I don't know. I thought it was um, Shuji Ishikawa from from what I heard. I mean, I don't I don't really know any of this stuff for sure. Japanese wrestling's kind of like weird like that. Oh. I know um, you know Akiyama used to he used to mm. have the the book back in the day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all I'm going off of is what uh, Uncle Dave writes in The Observer. Uh, oh, mate. Well, that's what makes it more impressive. He, Kim given Okabashi the, the win on his 20th anniversary, so it means even all the more how, how much he is held yeah. by uh, Shuji. Yeah, a very uh, selfless move mm. in uh, a business that often is not very selfless. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> more, more so in uh, North American wrestling than uh, Japanese. I feel. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the magic about Japanese wrestling is we just we just don't actually really know all that much what's going on backstage. So that's a little bit more of a mystery, you know. Well, I do enjoy prefer not knowing too much because when you start to know too much, you start to read into things a bit more than you really should, and it just takes away mm. something from it. I think yeah. that's it. It's good to have a nice little bit of mystery, I reckon. So do you have any other uh, yeah. thoughts on, on the, the match itself? Just purely uh, four big boys and having a, a true test of strength battle throughout the match. It was yeah. one of my favourite kind of matches to watch. I think all in all, mm. all in all, it was just a spectacular display of big, chunky men fucking each other up in the best <laughs> of ways. Would recommend sign up to the the All Japan Pro Wrestling streaming service. Everybody, yeah, it's a excellent value and a great timing where you get to see uh, Katsuhiko Nakajima's rad run uh, at the the top of All Japan. Who knows how long that's going to last? But I'm I'm enjoying every moment. Well, hopefully it's a it's a nice long run, or at least for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I do feel if he leaves Japan, it isn't for it isn't for the best when it comes to his wrestling. Financially, it might be more beneficial, but I don't feel he'll be appreciated as much outside of Japan with the way he wrestles. Yeah, I mean, as a long-time um, Nakajima fan, I would be very sad uh, for him to to go uh, the way of uh, an Akira Tozawa, for mm. example, and be a comedy act in. Um, WWE for how many years now? Oh gosh, yeah. God, God forbid that happens. Let's, let's not even let's not even talk about these possibilities. <laughs> well, speaking of Nakajima, my uh, mug came today from the 
Nakajima Kenna match oh, of the week. Oh shit! Mm. Well, so the uh, the Chris things uh, mug that was my first ever uh, art mug that I did. I, uh, mm. I thought, hey, what what better than to slap a picture of um, Nakajima kicking the shit out of Keno on a mug? You know, who actually in the world would want this? And then you came out, you're like, fucks yep. everyone. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, mum uh, gave me the call at work today saying, uh, Ben, did you get a package delivered to my house? It's like, yes, mum, I forgot to tell you, sorry. <laughs> how'd, it, how'd it come out? I actually haven't seen it yet because I just remembered as I was speaking to you that I uh, haven't uh, seen mum. So I think she'll uh, probably drop in on this weekend to watch Aurora some someday. So she'll uh, bring it over then. But um, better to send me a picture and I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. Cool, cool. Yeah, please do. I can't can't wait to see how it came out. But um, yeah, yeah, another uh, mate that got one told me he thought it came out pretty good. So, chopped about that. Uh, We've got our uh, our next mug that I've since released uh, with last week's match of the week with um, Abdullah the Butcher and the Sheik against the Funks. Uh, Again, I'll be just so tickled if someone is like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I need to show off." (laughs) Terry Funk being stabbed in the arm by Abdullah the Butcher in the in the fucking lunchroom. I think that'd be great. Uh, you tempted uh, not to get that one yourself? Oh, and give it to your mum as a Christmas present? Oh, maybe, maybe. I am having to get a few. Um, I've got uh, Expo coming up. Uh, this yeah. like uh, Oddities and Obscurities uh, Expo up mm. here in um, Brisbane at the Convention Centre in uh, early December. So I'll have to have a um, bit of a swag of, of stuff on hand. So I'm going to have a, a few mugs for sale. So we'll see how they go with oh, the nice. the general public. Are you just going to keep them as the match of the week, or are you going to just do some of your different artworks as well? Um, I, I think at this stage I'm I'm keeping the mugs as like the match of the week kind of thing. At the same time, like if anyone sort of expresses an an interest on on any of the other stuff on there, that uh, could be a thing as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see how we how we go. I am um yeah looking at uh, other ways we can we can sort of do this uh this art stuff. Uh, so you know prints or whether maybe do shirt skis or something like that. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, but, um, I mean, in terms of this this match of the week, I remember last time talking about how I kind of struggled with the um, the colours for the, the Abby and uh, Terry one. Um, this one sort of, like, came together a lot easier, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I sort of, like, you know, obviously I have kind of my general colour schemes that are kind of... Um, you know, stay with or sort of tweak a little bit. I don't ever want it to be like the exact same everyone, but I want it to be sort of like recognisable, you know what I mean? Yeah, to link to some point besides just the the subject. It's just like a series of sorts. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, Sometimes I'll play with – I really like, you know, changing the the colors of the skin of uh wrestlers you know a lot of the time it's like you just something that needs something a little bit and i think you know something odd about you know these uh great neon green colored wrestlers on the the shoulders of these big chunky dudes i thought that was a cool kind of visual 100 percent. no that was very impressive the way it came out 
Well, thanks. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Cool. So um, that one is up for anyone who uh, wants to, to get a, a Prince Ski. If you're a big, uh, big strong BJ or Violence Giants fan out there, uh, please, please do. Um, but, yeah, it, uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see what the, the next uh, match of the week is going to be. That's that's coming out soon. So when does the tomorrow? I believe is it a current uh, current match or in the, the last six months or so? Or it is. Or is it from, I, mean, uh, I don't I don't want to spoil it too much, but I'll um, I'll say it is inspired. It's inspired by a current happening in wrestling of something that is uh, something that is pretty bloody awesome that I'm really excited about. And perhaps it's a, a throwback inspired by that current happening, if I can, can be as cryptic as possible. Well, it's, it's definitely not in AEW then. No. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's a little bit more um, uh, independent wrestling uh, focused, if that's a little bit of a hint. Ooh. I haven't done any, um, any like indie stuff yet. No, no, you have been pretty much. What you got? Noah. You've had all Japan. You've had what Abdullah and Funk. That was all Japan from what, the eighties, mm-hmm. was it, or was it the seventies? Yeah, seventies. And then there was a bit of AEW representation with the the Danielson Zack Sabre Junior match. Oh yes, that was one hell of a match. Yeah, I am uh, tremendous. Tempted to rewatch that one again. Oh, I reckon I watched it. Yeah twice and it definitely um got just gets better like the more that you watch it and there's more little things that you notice is so good uh, that is one of the that is a kind of match we really need to i reckon sometimes watch it for that second time to pick up those extra things that you missed that first time it's because it's not all flashy stuff it's like little moves of the body and why he's chosen to go a certain way why he's doing this and it just just plays better that second time and it's like you'll appreciate it even more than you did that first time and it was fucking amazing the first time i watched it yeah so great we've had a pretty darn mm. good year of great matches so far it definitely has been impressive across the board for the most part there's been so many high-end matches in most promotions which is which is great to see and it makes watching multiple ones easier although i i'm a bit more brutal these days especially when it comes to new japan it's like very selective in what I choose to to watch. So it's like you can waste so much time. Like there are some multi-mans. They do do multi-mans a lot better than in uh, North American promotions. But they do so fucking many of them. <laughs> Nobody has that much time to watch all those fucking uh, – on a 10-match card, it's like, yeah, give myself two matches, maybe three, unless it's a special show. Mm. And that's about it, and move on. Yeah, I think that's pretty sensible. That Lone Star one, it's like the Mayu Itani, the, the Stephanie Bader, it's the same name. That was a cracker. The ZSJ versus Bailey match was a cracker. I really want to watch that one specifically. One more on it, and it's. it's Wasn't there an Eddie Kingston match that looked pretty, pretty great as well on that card? Or am was I confusing that with the previous show? It might be because I swear that one was like just Trent Breda or something. Right, yeah, I think I'm uh, confusing with on maybe the Vegas show he worked um, Hanare perhaps. 
Yes. Or I'm just completely pulling this out of my ass. I don't know. I don't keep up with New Japan as closely as I used to. It's been years since I've watched a New Japan multi-man, just so you know. I'd, I'd be... It's just uh, too hard to keep up with so much wrestling. Yeah. Mine be mine be before COVID, so at least, yeah, what, 2020, 2019? Right. And that, that's when I realised there is no need, actually. No, it started first with the G1s mm-hmm. when they had those, when they had just the five matches and they had the five multi-mates before. And it's like, what person has enough time to watch, let alone 20 shows? <laughs> I know. But to then watch friggin' the an hour and a half or an hour and 40 minutes of multi-mates, it's like, no. Oh, actually, and that is the one benefit of the New Japan app now. Mm. It actually breaks it down, and you know, all the matches are separate, so it's like it's like Wrestle Universe. It's like you just go straight in, you select it, and you say, thank you very much. Ooh, handy. Yeah, I haven't watched anything off the new New Japan app yet, but you're saying it's a bit better? Yeah. Oh, actually, you were right. It's Kingston vs. Kojima. So, yes, it's definitely worth watching. Okay, nice. Make sure to check that one out too. It was Shingo vs. Shingo vs. Trent Brennan. Like, Shingo is a cracker, but I don't know if I'd probably get around to watching that since it's uh, Trent in a, in, a, in a tag I'm always down for, but not necessarily as a singles man. I do remember him having some yeah. matches in, um, in AEW back in the day, like getting some singles where he just looked, looked real good. But, I mean, I couldn't name them off the top of my head. Like, he, he never looks bad. But it never stands out to the much where it's like, okay, I need to watch this again. Right. So it's like he has, he's he does good good matches, I feel. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if they necessarily ever get to that great level as a singles guy. Right. It was a TJB versus Mystico was the other one I watched. Ooh, yeah, that sounds great. TJB was always um, yeah. real good in his uh, CMLL visits. That's, that's what I'd heard too from, uh, I think, you and maybe even – Dave recently mm-hmm. talking him up, so I thought. And Mister Go from the match I saw him with uh, with Rocky, he always looks good. And Dave was raving about him match he had recently too. Could have been against Templaro. Well, well, I mean, as I've said, CMLL is on a bloody incredible run right now. I would say uh, Easy well, should be promotion of the year award winner for this year. Um, uh, and that makes me think, man, maybe maybe for some of these matches of the week, I need to give some uh, some more Mexican wrestling love, some uh, Reno Mexico representation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm with. I reckon it'd be definitely it'd be a few crackers and a, f- a few different different kind of. Uh, I don't know what you call it. Different kind of. We definitely get some some variety in there. Mm. Not, not just your blood and guts or your, your brutal strikes. It's, that's the, my favourite thing about watching CMLL. It's like mm. just so um, the polar opposite of all of the other wrestling mm. that I watch. So it's just always a breath of fresh air. It's, it's def, it is definitely a nice nice mix-up with it. The two out of three falls, just that different style, it just gives you that break. So you almost feel like you're, actually, you're watching something different. You're not just watching that same old type format type thing when you can get in a bit of a rut. Yeah, it's got like a different tempo to it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you know most matches of at most 15, 20 minutes, million miles an hour, nice mix up, but it's actually done properly. Yeah. Like as most things, some look set up, but it's like most of it's done so crisp that you don't really care. 
Yeah, man, I'm always in awe of those mm. big, um, mm. the the Rudos, you know, especially like the the mm. older Rudos that have just been around mm. forever, like your yeah, Ultimo Guerreros, um, Averno, Hechicero, um, even uh, even like in you know, a Templario. Uh, it, I don't know how old he is, but he's like just such a boss, like perfect. Base for like the the technicos, so yeah, I just have so much respect for those dudes. They just bring the technicos to another level, especially when they're as good as those guys are. Yeah, um, that reminded me the the spot that um, Cash Wheeler did with El Hijo del Vikingo, mm-hmm. that crazy spot he does where he does that four fifty into the Poison Rider, mm-hmm. and it, for a guy who doesn't do too much lucha, Cash Wheeler and him fucking pulled that off to perfection. Ooh, just, that sounds good. I've always been a big fan mm, of Cash Wheeler. Yeah, it was the the Rampage main event. It was FTRV, Commander, and I believe it was Commander and L. What's his name? Sadian? L. I am not I sure. Asked, it was like Kingo. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> well, we've we've had quite a, a journey from uh, starting out with the match of the week in all Japan, making our all our way over to um, CMLL. But I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. No, oh, I want to. Uh, we just go where it counts. Yeah, it's just a wandering journey yeah. of a, of a podcast. What's wrong with that? Go with the flow. See where you go. Yeah. See where you end up. Never disappointing. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to thank you very much uh, for doing the show, Ben, for talking our, our second match of the week. Uh, definitely be love to have you back next time um, talking some uh, some Japanese wrestling, perhaps. Um, uh, for our, uh, do you have any anything you'd like to plug for our listeners, Ben? <laughs> no, I'm I'm good. I. I... I'm just a construction survivor these days, Christopher. <laughs> nothing, nothing I need to plug, except I'm a, I'm a, oh. a dad and husband. Oh, that's that's nice. You plugging your fatherhood. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trying to trying to trying to do that well. Nice, nice. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. Well, thanks again for for doing the show. Um, I uh, also uh, want to thank our listeners for their their time. Um, I do have a couple plug skis. Uh, if you would like a print, original artwork, mugs, uh, t shirt, whatever, jump on christhings.com.au. Uh, that's where you can find a whole gaggle of rad stuff. Check me out on Instagram, Chris Things, Twitter, Chris Things. That's where we have all of the uh, updates of the show as well. So you'll be able able to um, keep abreast of all of the, the new episodes and developments. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. I'd also like to be a big old thank you to uh, the team at Social Suplex for uh, allowing us to do this show, for uh, keeping the lights on. Thanks, Social Suplex. You can check out socialsuplex.com. Uh, it has a variety of other rad wrestling podcasts on there. They've got the New Japan podcast, Keeping It Strong Style. They've got One Nation Radio. They've got All Things Elite. A whole variety of stuff, so check them out. Thank you, Social Suplex. Thank you again to you, the listener, and I... Uh, We'll see you in the near future for our first ever Wrestling Art Curator episode with none other than Sam Evans. I'm very excited about that. So keep your ears out for that one. But thanks again, guys. Bye.